Welcome to Retire Stronger, where we help you accumulate wealth, fuel your retirement, and leave a legacy behind for your family. Let's get started. I am your girl, Deborah Ascot Black, the principal partner for ISAA Retire Strong. We're here today, and we're going to be talking about from job loss to amazing. When you think it's all over, magic happens. The best of you come pouring out, and incredible things start to happen. This is a story about a woman who didn't just let things happen, odd things hold her back. She could have thought of many excuses to hold her back, but she used what she was already doing to become her opportunity. She let it become the very thing that helped propel her into a lucrative future. And today, everyone in the wedding industry in North Carolina pretty much knows her name and who she is. But let's begin with the facts, because you guys always know I bring it to you with the facts about what's so amazing about having a side hustle or doing something extra on the side other than your primary job with the best skill sets that you have and your talents. The facts are 45% of Americans reportedly have a side hustle of some sort. That's roughly 70 million Americans. The main reason is that they need money to help make ends meet in their homes. Nearly one in three of them need the income to stay afloat. Many Americans today still live paycheck to paycheck. We all know that. Millennials are 40% more likely to have the side hustle to boost their savings. So they think a little bit differently today. This savings is roughly half of their income. They are mostly motivated to have their side hustles for the main reason because they saw their parents struggle during the Great Recession, you know. The average monthly income coming from people who have side hustles in America, $1,122. Now let's talk about my friend here, about how she beat the odds in her life at the time and what she's doing right, what she's doing right in the unusual time as a businesswoman to make sure that her business thrives. But before I go on, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her bio here. Her name is Nashaka Proctor. She's a proud <laughs> Aggie. She went to Aggie A&T. Pride. That's right. She went to A&T State University. She has a degree in business administration. They coined her as the unicorn of event planning and design. She's been a proud owner of a business called Events by Nashaka, located in Greensboro, North Carolina for over 14 years, but she's been in the business for more than 21 years. Her work has been featured in one of the leading magazines called Bride Magazines. She's also been in Black Bride Magazine, Triad Weddings, and Mona Lucci Bride Magazine, to name a few others. She's called often to be in the news all the time when it's something to talk about regarding weddings and event planning. She was also called to be on the news when they had that big royal wedding, you know. They wanted advice from the best of the best, and so they called her. Nashaka is so popular that she's booked into next year around the 20, uh, in 2020 in the summer. If you want to get on her good side, you might want to start off by bringing her a good old cup of Mocha ca uh, Cafe Mocha Coffee <laughs> from Starbucks. Without further ado, let me introduce to you my dear friend, Nashaka Proctor. 
Welcome to Shaka. Thank you for having We're me. We're so I excited, girl. <laughs> I'm excited that you are on our show, yes. Retire Stronger. Yes. I want this to be so comfortable for you because I want you to really tell all of our girlfriends out there all about you starting this business and what it was really like for you yeah. when you started it, you know, when you started this business. Yes. Because, you know, we always have this phrase that we say, are you her? Mm. on this uh, on this show we want to talk about you know that this too could be them out here you know yes. what i mean this too could be them that it's not just you who could do this right yeah it could be anybody right so i want you to start from the beginning about mm. how it all began mm. before the side hooks hustle what was your life like wow such a great question so yeah. Before event planning and wedding planning, I worked in corporate America right after I graduated from A&T. I worked for GE Appliances. Okay. And I worked there for seven years. I worked in sales and marketing. I called on builders and contractors in North Carolina, 22 counties in the state. Mm -hmm. And then hmm, maybe about 2007 when the market started to go down, mm -hmm. then I was in a place where I was faced with being laid off. Okay. And those who had been in the business, in the sales business with many companies at the time, who they were close to retirement, they were being forced to retire and the young ones were being laid off. Oh, yeah. Okay. And okay. so what I realized at that time, which was so awesome, I had already been doing something that I loved. Okay. Yeah. At that time, I had actually been planning events, had no idea that this was going to become a business, wasn't planning on it being a business at all. Okay. But my late Bishop Otis Lockett, senior at the time, mm -hmm. had wrote a book and he talked about just your vision and just your passion. And one of the things he said was, what is it that you do so well that people want to pay you for it? And I'm like, hmm, I've been planning events for seven years and oh. it wasn't a business. I wasn't being paid to do it. I was planning events at the church. I was planning events for other people. And right at the time of me being laid off, it was like it clicked. I said, this is it. This is really? what I need to be doing. And I just jumped right into it. Now, the funny thing is I started the business officially like in 2007, but I registered the business in 2005. So two years prior, it was just, I knew it was possibly coming, yeah. but I thought eh, entrepreneurship is not where I'm trying to go. Okay. Fast forward, you get laid off, uh, sink or swim, <laughs> you better figure this out. Okay. And that's how it all began. And we're 14 years later. Well, how about that? <laughs> so say yeah. that quote one more time that that bishop told you. Yes. What is it that you do so well that people want to pay you for it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was really like the aha moment, aha moment, but you didn't know that was going to be your aha moment. I did not until it was time to go out the door <laughs> with the company I was with. I said, okay, this is what I need to be doing. So yeah. you started event planning seven years prior to this becoming your actual career. I did. I had been doing, I was doing my corporate job and on the side, I was helping people plan events. Now my degree is in business management. Mm -hmm. So I understood project management. Gotcha. I understood organization. That was also a skill and it was also my degree. Isn't so, that something? Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
So how did you really know, though, mm -hmm. that this was something truly worth banking on? Mm. Okay, because, see, you're going from corporate America. Right. All right. <laughs> and you say these people aren't paying you out here now. Right. Now, this, these people aren't paying you to do this. Yeah. That's a whole different ball game than saying, now I'm going to sit here and I'm going to make this my career. This is what yes. I'm going to end up. I'm going to eat on this. Yes. How did you know that you could make it yeah. on that? Because you're not charging anybody? No, I didn't even know how to charge you okay. know, at the time. I had no idea. And so I just started to do some research and I already understood networking. Okay. And you know, I came from a business world, a corporate world. Yeah. So I took the business acumen that I had mm -hmm. and started that as my beginning. So I had joined the Chamber of Commerce and the GMA and I started networking and meeting people. And then I got involved in different groups and organizations and just started talking about my ability to organize and plan. And so I did have some opportunities to become in, in leadership positions in some of those organizations. And so mm. they started to see I did have the ability to plan and organize. And then, you know, people just started taking just a shot on me just to say, you know what, let's see what she can do. Really? And then once that started to happen, little bit by little bit in the first year. So let, let me stop for just one second because I did have money saved. Okay, so we had money in the bank. We had money in the bank okay. when we started the business. Okay. And I invested in my business 100% of my own money. To Wonderful. Start, yes, okay. to start the business. So you started with what you had. I started with what I had. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you started with what you had. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yep. All right. So you started with where you were yes. and you built it one client at a time. One client at a time. Okay. And one of the things I understood from the beginning was I wanted to build a strong brand, okay. which meant my reputation okay. was going to have to be important. I wanted consistency and excellence. I wanted my name to be synonymous to what events and weddings were going to be. So when okay. people thought about it, they would think about Nishaka every single time. So you yeah. immediately, when you when you went from corporate to saying, yes. this is now going to be my business, yes. you changed hats and said that I'm going to now think about taking it from the side hustle yes. to now how you really see this as your main company exactly, and your your main brand, how you wanted it to be, what you wanted people to see yes. and everything. You change hats immediately. I did. Even though you invested in yourself and so forth, you yes. wanted people to see a certain type of I did. brand. I did. And I wanted, and I, and I had that understanding. Again, it goes back to my business experience. All right. I understood that even though this was weddings and events, I knew that I was going to be every person in the organizational chart. So I had all these understandings of these different areas. So I knew I had to develop it and develop the business and develop myself and develop my brand. Got it. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So you already knew you were worth banking on. Yes. Because you had people in the past while you were working in corporate America who, yes. who liked you, who used you. But even though you didn't charge, you had invested in yourself. I did. You did invest <laughs> in yourself. I you did. just didn't charge for it yet. I had not. How did you get people to now say you're worth paying for when you did when you didn't charge before? Oh, that's so good. You know, because sometimes people get that twisted. <laughs> you know, you know. I know. 
church folk. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and everybody used to you saying, oh, I'll do this for free. Yeah, I'll do this. And now you're seeing yourself as a professional. Yes. And you're saying, OK, no, 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 no. This is not livelihood. Now I'm going to give you an invoice. Yes. It's going to cost you now, boo-boo. Yes. How did you get the transition and people to catch on? I'm going to have to charge you now. You know, I love this question. And the reason why I love this question is because I'm going to give an answer that most people won't expect. What's that? I had to get out of my head yeah. that I was not worthy of what I wanted to charge. Ooh, boom. Yeah. Yes. I had to get out of my head on yes. that. I yes. had to do some work within myself mm -hmm. to say, here is the skill set that I have. Mm -hmm. Here is what I bring to the table. Yes. Here are the degrees that I have. Yes. Here are the certifications I'm working on. Here's the experience of work, the body of work that I have. So once I align to that, yes. then as I was doing my research to understand where I needed to be priced, even though I was a beginner as an entrepreneur, yes. once I did that, then I felt the confidence to say, this is what you're asking me to do, mm -hmm. and here is my price. Wonderful. And to be able to give that price, drop the mic and exit stage left. Boom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I think a lot mm -hmm. of my clients who say, you know, Deborah, yeah. you say all the time, you know, it's easy to go out here. And I said, I don't ever tell anybody it's easy. Right. I do encourage you to say, you know, bank on yourself and so yes. forth. Because I've been an entrepreneur. I know what it's like and yes. so forth. And I do bank on myself and so forth. Been there, done that. Mm -hmm. But it's not easy. It's and not. you do have competition out here. You do. And so even when you have to do this, sometimes you will not get the deal. Right. Okay. But eventually you will. You will. And when you do, your confidence is boosted even more. I love that. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I know somebody out here had to hear that today. Mm. I know somebody <laughs> had to hear that today. Wonderful. Now, who have been some of your biggest clients? Oh my goodness. That you really like, I bet you didn't know who was my client. Can you tell us? Oh my gosh. Well, I would say the Bowdens in okay. Greensboro. They yes. are well known. Uh, family in the area, attorney family, um, the Caldwells. Yes, my good <laughs> friends. Yeah, that was yes. an awesome wedding. Uh. If you guys don't know the Caldwells, <laughs> check her out on Instagram and look at that wedding. That was like, oh, that was all bad to the Amazing. ball wedding. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that, that one got into a magazine. It did. Lots it did. of magazines. Oh, all the gosh. bridal magazines and everything. That, that um, went viral. Ooh. Like the week. <laughs> it just went viral mm -hmm. and um, was featured and uh, published in Black Bride magazine. And it's yes. just been, it's been everywhere. That that wedding has circulated in so many places. So blessed. that wedding, what did that wedding do for your company? Oh my gosh. You know what I believe it did was it solidified what I already knew, but it solidified to other people that, hmm, she's she's the stuff. She's the stuff. <laughs> she's yes. got the right stuff. She yeah. can she can handle a wedding and a clientele of that caliber yeah. and still be in the most humble mm -hmm. and most authentic place yeah. and take care of other clients the same way. Like same there's way. no different. For yes. Me. Yeah. Yeah, you really yeah. should be proud of that. That I you am. did some great work on that, Thank on, you. that on, on both Thank of those you. clients that I do yeah. know about. You yeah. know, what is one of your? Um, you already told me your favorite quote. Uh, quote that you have. <laughs> Talk to me about how this pandemic impacted wow. your business. Ooh, 
you know, when it happened and, you know, the I'll never forget this day. I believe it may have been about two or three days before. I think it was March the 7th when the executive order went into effect to basically shut the state down yes. and shut everything down. Mm-hmm. I was in a inner panic, <laughs> like many of us in the event industry, because yes. this is our livelihood. Yes, yes. And we just had no idea what was going to happen. And my first wedding that was coming up was in April. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, that bride that very weekend was at her bachelorette. And her bridesmaids found out and they're texting me. And I'm like, I have the slightest idea what to do. Right. You fast forward and... With the impact for me on my business, yes, I lost corporate business that I had. Yeah. You know, I do some events over at A&T as well over the last four or five years. That business, of course, was lost because that everything had to shut down. I had to move, you know, weddings. There were a few weddings that just reduced down to the capacity that we were able to do. And then others, I had to move 14 weddings into this year. It was so much movement. There was loss of business. And then the most interesting thing happened like a month later in April, all the way to the end of the year, never stopped. I was still getting inquiries. I had the most inquiries in my 14 years in Mm -hmm. 2020. My inquiries had almost tripled. It was crazy. (laughs) There were, I was still able to do some smaller events and some different types of events. Let's just say... My initial revenue goal was a particular number. Thought it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't. It was supposed to not happen because things shut down. Yeah. I not only hit the goal, I superseded the revenue goal in 2020. My Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Shocked yourself. I'm still trying to figure. I need my tax guy to look at it, make sure I'm not crazy. Hit the number and succeeded it. Came into 2021 and already hit that goal for 2021 yeah and we're right now in april mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I'm blown, I'm blown away so I'm what do you away. think what do you think what do you think happened do you think it's because you had to just get creative more creative than you've ever been did it happen because of ppp did nope. it happen wasn't even because of ppp <laughs> and it wasn't because of ppp you know what it was what I've been in this business so long. I've built up so much trust. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when it came to, we still want to do an event, you know, what does the executive order say? People understood and knew I was reading every executive order. Yeah. I knew what we could do and what we couldn't do. You had to. You know what I mean? And so they trusted. I understood that I would give them the right information. They still wanted to proceed with some type of event, whether it was a wedding or a birthday party. And they hired me. Wow. (laughs) Well, well, one thing for certain and two things for sure, people still were in love and they wanted to get married. They They had to figure it out. Had to figure it out. They well, I had to figure it out. You had to figure it out. They needed an expert to help them figure it out. Exactly. And people are like, somehow I got to make this work. But you know what it also did for me? What's that? It caused my level of creativity to increase. Elevate. It had to. Level it up. I had to just level up the creativity and really figure out how could we do something amazing on a small scale. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) You know I'm so proud of you. You have been one of my favorite girls for a long time. Well, tell me, 
How do you handle, speaking of okay. how your money went, oh, you know I'm going to go in. Come on now. All right. <laughs> how do you handle your finances yes. so that you can feel confident that you'll yeah. be okay and sustainable as a business? Yes, this is so good. So I forecast. Uh-huh. I do forecast. And I also, in that forecast, I have how much I want in savings. I have how much I want in all my business accounts. And then I have once those goals are met, okay, what do we do with the money now going forward? Mm -hmm. So I have those plans in place. And I, and I have to say this, I am, most people don't know and some people know, you know, I've been divorced now for four years. Yeah. So, so many people don't know. I actually, in the midst of all this beauty, had to rebuild yes. my business and mm -hmm. reset on so much financially. Mm -hmm. So I have to I have to throw this in. Devorah has been a blessing in helping me as a businesswoman reset for those retirement plans and those goals because so many people, of course, we're we're gonna mask those situations that happen, mm -hmm. but we also have to heal and we also have to fix, mm -hmm. you know, our situations as women. And so that's been a part of the journey too. Mm -hmm. Let me just say, yeah. you know, that's in the journey. And so I'm just so happy to see the progress that I've made in these last four years. So And you're doing it and you're doing it well. Thank you. We're so proud of you. Well, I tell you what, one thing we know for certain as yeah. women, as business owners mm -hmm. and so forth is life will come at you, yeah. but you got to also know how to pivot. That's you right. got to know what, you know, things don't stop. You're it just going to have stop. to know how to turn to the left or it turn to the right, but you got to keep going. You have to keep going forward. You don't have a choice in life sometimes. Mm -hmm. You don't get to just sit there and fall apart. You're no. just going to have to keep on going, right? That's it. And that's why I wanted you to come on our show today mm. to show women, our women, that they are her, that yes. they can go and keep it going. Yes. They can figure out that today is just another day. You get to make a choice that you whether you're going to go left, you're going to go right, but yes. you don't need to sit there and just fall apart. Right. You have talents. You get to sit there and say, well, listen, I have a, you know, I have some type of talent right here. I have things I've been doing. I have things I've been doing all along. I can bank on myself. Yes. I've been talking about it. I talked about it last week on my podcast. I'm talking about it again today. I'm probably going to talk about it again next week. But this season, I am telling you, ladies, you have what it takes so that you can move on and propel no matter what life brings to you, against you. Like she said, I went through a divorce and... And that's right. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> a lot of women gone through a divorce. That is not the end of your story. Sometimes that's the one thing that kick you in the butt and say, you can make it on. You can keep going and you can make it happen and you're going to be just fine. She's an example. I'm an example. God knows that so many of us are an example. That's why I'm so excited that we have our friend Nishaka Proctor here yes. right here. Lord, this girl is bad <laughs> to the bone. Well, listen, Nishaka. I'm excited. I'm so excited yes. you decided to come here today. Are there any words that you would like to leave us with today with anything that you want to oh. tell women today? I know it's one more question I did want okay. to ask you. <laughs> what would you tell your 20 year old self today oh if you could go back 20 years ago that you know now? Mm, I would tell my 20 year old self to be patient. Mm. You are on your path. Even when you think detours take you off your path, the divine will always guide you back. You're never off your path. 
no matter what happens. Never. Never. I'm in agreement with you on that one, yeah. sister. Never. Never. <laughs> mm -mm. Never. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's always a plan. It's always. Yeah. That's so good. That is so freaking true. It's the truth. You're always on your path. Always on your path. That's right. You yeah. are so right about that. Yeah. Well, listen, ladies. I want you to also tell us, Ashaka, how can everybody get in contact with you? We know you're already booked until next year in the summer. Listen. <laughs> but if you have a wedding after the summer 2022, how can everybody get a chance to contact you and learn a little bit more about your business, Events by Nashaka? Yes, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Events by Nashaka. Also, my website is eventsbynashaka.com. And um, just those social media, I'm always on social media, of course, but um, those are great places to find me and definitely reach out to me. And I would love to just be a support to you and your event or just to be a support to you and just any questions that you have as a businesswoman. Oh, man, yeah. that's awesome. Well, we want to thank you for thank coming you. today. But before we end the day, we want to leave our audience today with my ultimate rainmaker tip of the week. Listen. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. That's by Susie Kasem. And then next week, I'll be talking about becoming an empty nester, the great opportunity that this can bring you. I can't wait to share this with you. Until then, I'll see you next Thursday. Thanks for tuning in today.